pork schnitzel? Why, that's just one of the delicious new recipes I've discovered thanks to HelloFresh. Are you ready to try America's number one meal kit? Well, get 12 free meals, including free shipping, when you use code FACE14 at HelloFresh.com FACE14. This is a Rooster Teeth production. So what I did, Eric, is I texted them the night before and I said, is this a regulation salad or is this salad approvable? It was a link to a Wendy's salad. They're like, yeah, it looks like a good salad. So then I used it and Gavin shit on the salad. But what I, I'm really glad they didn't notice is I actually swapped salads from that point. I picked a different salad than the it. one that you, <laughs> that you two agreed and, on. And also, you didn't say, is this a regulation salad? Can I do salad cream on the salad? You just said, what do you think of this salad? And well, I, I thought, wanted to no, save nice. the. It's a surprise. I wanted to suddenly, wait for the episode, and then suddenly be we're like, in the episode, we're doing this again. You've got strawberries in it. Well, yeah. Okay, so here's the. Th- I'm not. I don't really like blue cheese, and I didn't notice that in the salad I sent you to, blue cheese was in it. And I was like, blue I don't cheese really is fucking wanna, gross, dude. I don't really want to eat that, so I just audibled out, swap salad. So when you guys were yelling at me about the salad thing, I was waiting for one of you to bring up the fact that it was a completely different salad. It was a great salad though, and I still. I stand by, I gave you what you wanted, and it wasn't good. And that's your fault, not mine. What salad are you doing this week? I don't have a salad. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to. I've already redeemed myself in that way. He's just going to have to chug another soda at the end, like we, as we discussed every Well, episode. Jeff, I think maybe you should chug a soda for the first time, based on what people are saying. Nobody I thinks you chugged, chugged it did. a soda. It's just fucking easy to do. It's just hard to burp later. I, I sent Gavin a video doing it to prove that it's not that hard. This the is audience, interesting. The audience can suck a butt, because I definitely drank it. We're not ahead anymore, so that means that at the time of this, the audience has seen the previous episode or listened yeah, to it. Yeah, I'm all fucked up. It's we caught up, and now I'm terrified. See, this is why this is why we have a a buffer, so that way it just doesn't turn into more of this where Jeff is confused <laughs> and mad. Let Jeff be mad about Can other we, stuff. Also, the I hate when we have a buffer because then I never know where the fuck in the timeline I am. There's no way to win in recording this podcast. I realized we need to talk about this because the first of all. Why do we not have a buffer? How long has this episode been going, by the way? Uh, uh, well, I don't know. Th- hey, guess what? Jeff didn't record earlier. He took a while to record. I, I started it. I'm sorry. I started recording at 2.57. Wow. At 2.52. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <sighs> I had to get up and get a soda. That's fine. That's early. Thank you, Gavin. But why do we not have a buffer? Uh, we don't have a buffer because uh, I don't know. We don't have a buffer. Yes, we do not have a buffer because you pushed, we, we weren't able to record because you were busy doing something for a different podcast. Well, yes, I was doing something for a different podcast. And, but had I not been doing something for the podcast, I also would have been going to a funeral. So, okay. Uh, it was a double really? whammy for me that week. Yeah, okay, well, really take the air out of my punch, Jeff. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for just really making me have to, like, pull back. This isn't about that. The fact you were gone. What? I'm not even going to get into the semantics of it. The point of this is, I think, I think that we need to have a serious review over Superfan Jack and his Superfan status. Oh, dude, don't worry. I'm right there with you. Guess who's... So tomorrow, we're, you know, if we want a place where this exists in the timeline, we are recording this uh, at 3... It's 3.03 p.m. Central Time, uh, June 24th, uh, 2021. And tomorrow is the second face break shit, and uh, Jack has already backed out. (laughs) Already backed out. (laughs) He's already backed out. He did, but... The Jack's credit, he backed out three days early. Yeah, that's true. I not will, I will give him early. all the credit in the world that he did not do it day of. Um, yeah, he, so. he didn't do it moment of, which is appreciative. But I'm prepared. I'm prepared to hear any any talk regarding demotion of said super fandom. I, I ratchet him back, back up as a show of good faith. I think he's nervous. I think he doesn't oh, yeah. want to. I think he doesn't ever want to be in face anything. It's a lot of pressure. We've talked about oh. him so much as the super fan. <laughs> He would yeah. have to deliver super fanness, and maybe he's not capable. I don't see how we could continue to give him super fan status. He's 0 for 2 on these break shit streams. We yeah. have moved our podcast. We've not recorded our podcast for his podcast. I bought him a cameo from his favorite, <laughs> his number one, his favorite person. <laughs> I got him a cameo. We've done a lot for super fan Jack. I never made him his own here. t-shirt. I've you never made him made a t-shirt. You a t-shirt. I never made no. Gavin a t-shirt. 
I don't think he can be super fan Jack. I think he's he's gotta we gotta he's gotta go back to the minors. I'm not saying he can't work his way back up. What's he doing now? We could call him. We uh minor league Jack is what we'll call. Yeah, I like minor league Jack. Uh, I'm a fan of minor league Jack. Should I call him right now? Yeah. Yeah. See if he can defend himself. I guess. Let me see if he'll answer. Uh, let's see. I mean, a real super fan would answer if you know his favorite (laughs) podcast. That's true. I guess. A minor league guy might not. I hope this is a good idea. Okay, here we go. Hold on, speaker. Can you guys hear that? Nope. No. no. Much like the soda shot. Jack? Non-existent. Jeffrey. Hey, it's Jeff uh, you, the, Jeff from uh, the F*** Face podcast. You're on my podcast, F*** Face, right now with, with me, with uh, Andrew Panton and Gavin Free. Do you have a, just one second, Jack? Oh, no, no, this is, this is overwhelming. Oh, my gosh. Yes, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to be on your podcast, F*** Face. Uh, Andrew, were you able to hear that? Jack's very excited no. to be here. I didn't hear no, anything. I, I it's can't going hear into thing. the microphone. It's going straight into the microphone. I don't know how you can't hear it. I can't hear Andrew. I feel I like this you. is as made up as your soda. No, no, no. This it's is questionable at best. It's, what the fuck? What? Hold on a second, Jack. What the fuck am I supposed to do? How do I pipe it into you, dickhead? I'm going. It's going into the microphone. I, I can't help it if you can't fucking hear it. He's here. I, Jack, are you here? Mic up, fool! It's up. Your mic is all the way up. I can't hear Gavin either. It's always all the way up. I always got. Hold on a second. <laughs> hold on a second, Jack. Hold on, just one second. Notice, right. Gavin. Right. Jeff said my Jack, po- Jack, yell, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, this is Jack. Oh, that's Jack. We can, we can kind of hear. This is, this is Jack. I'm, I'm here. I'm a big fan of the podcast. Can't hear. Yeah. Okay. He's fucking blowing out my microphone. All right. They, Andrew wanted me to relay something to you. So uh, since he can't loud, relay Jeff. it, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're. Well, I got to turn my game back down. Loud. Uh, what Andrew? What did you want me to say to Jack? I just said that I think he he okay, can't be a super fan right now. I think he's okay. Go back to the minors. Jack Andrew has uh he's pulled face rank as thirty three percent of face. Uh, I didn't pull and, rank. Uh, it's more he, of a conversation. Uh, he said uh he put his foot down and said that you you've been stripped of your super fan title, uh and that you're now minor leagues fan Jack. You have to work your way back up through the minors. I I don't know if I believe a, a liar. Can't hear him. <laughs> okay, oh well, uh, Jack, this has gone terribly wrong. I'm gonna hang up on you now, but I will. I will relay that message. Thank you. I like we're talking about someone who we talk to on Discord daily, and yeah. we can't just have him join the Discord for I five I seconds. Don't, I don't we're know why you didn't do him. that. Me? What? Well, why didn't why didn't you have him join the Discord then? If you've got all the fucking ideas, how? I, what? Oh. <laughs> could I could I point out Jeff's podcast, Gavin? Did you hear that? On my podcast, Jeff said, what happened to the triangle, Jeff? And then I said, you're 33% of the fucking thing. No, no, you didn't. I you did said my just po- say, I, I said, Andrew, it's 33% of the podcast. Oh, my God. It is my podcast, and it's your podcast, and it's Gavin's podcast. Do you own a little piece of it? It's your, it's a little piece of yours, so you can call it yours. Speaking of, you know, like, hosting duties, welcome to f- Face. I don't know what yeah, episode I, this is. Well, oh, hello, and welcome to episode 57, I believe, of f- Face. My name is Jeff I'd, Ramsey. I'd be willing... Well, now you're interrupting the intro. Yeah, it's too late. The intro, this is like 28 minutes in. I'm willing to give up 1% of uh, the triangle. I want to take 32% of the podcast and Ooh. split the remaining percent equally between Eric and Nick. I think that's a great idea. If I gave you my sauce, Gavin, could I just buy your shares? Could I become the majority owner? Uh, yeah, my percentage of face is totally for sale. Um, I'm willing to trade any amount of it, to be honest. I'll take the sauce. Okay. It's a lot. Hey. Sauce is valuable, like more valuable than I anticipated. Market value is up. We're, the sauce is no longer available, can no longer get it in McDonald's outside of Korea. I think it's those are standard sauces there. Have you made any sales? Have not made any sales. I'm in. I made an alliance with Nick. We've we've officially formed a sauce alliance, and I've been uh, I've been searching. I've been tapping into the market, Gavin. I uh, I've been asking around. I don't know if you saw this, but I, I reached out. I asked McDonald's if they would be interested in buying the sauces. So immediately, day one, you're trying to sell it all back to the place that made it. Yeah, well, I figured, you know, it was a big hit for them. They could they could use the sauce. They could use some additional sauces. I'm sure there, a lot of people are saying they couldn't get them. They're running low. I mean, surely a different, like, surely Burger King wants it more than McDonald's. McDonald's can just make more. Well, that's, that's what you're, you know, well, listen, they, they need to make it, though. They need to ship it. They need to distribute it. I'm ready to go. I got my sauce tower set. I'm ready. That was my idea. I also, I just didn't know. I was curious how they'd reply. I just wanted to see what <laughs> McDonald's would do. And what did they so say? I, so I tweeted, hi, McDonald's, and I included McDonald's Canada. You got to cover all your bases. Now that the BTS <laughs> meal is gone, I hear you could use some sauce. 
I'm an honorable man simply looking to unload an empire in exchange for my liquid gold. How about free nuggets for the rest of the year? I eagerly await your response. Hashtag the sauce boss, which I didn't know, I guess, is the nickname of the epic mealtime guy. And That's Holly. That. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I didn't know that. Uh, he liked the tweet relating to somebody calling him awesome in exchange for that. <laughs> so then uh, McDonald's America, quiet. McDonald's Canada, wild response. Quick mass. Wow. 81 sauces. With ice. Is that right? Have you verified? It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I can verify it's more than 81. I don't know where 81 came from. Well, I assume they, they counted the, uh, the length, the width, and the height. It's basic volume. I, it's way more than that. We're, we got a yeah. 405 sauce thing. I was kind of disappointed, to be honest. Then they did another tweet that, like, they acknowledged it was 405. Oh, they just, <laughs> it's just terrible maths. Yeah, they, they did a second one where they're like 405. They're just wildly wrong. They did say quick math. That's didn't true. Say correct math. <laughs> and it's also they're they're not a math company. They they make nuggets and burgers. Okay, I don't expect a lot from them. <laughs> no, but no response. Company. So then I, I followed up. I I extended my offer. I gave an even bigger offer for my second go around. Did a second tweet the following day, informing McDonald's that our exclusive negotiating window is now closed. I respect you. So uh, I can't even read this. Uh, I respect you. So the offer. Stands. <laughs> I respect you. So the offer stands, but Big Sauce doesn't wait. The sauce game is ongoing. You cannot oh. pause for the sauce game. <laughs> I now kindly extend my BTS Sauce Empire for free nuggets offer to Wendy's and Burger King. Don't sleep on this chance at liquid gold. Hashtag clear eyes, full sauce can't lose. I have stacked my nugget containers and uh, one of the drink drink things I got. Actually, I forgot. So I, they didn't reply to this. So I, I don't know if they're, you know, they're probably having business meetings. They're probably trying to work out a, a counter offer. I assume I've yet to hear back from Wendy's Burger King or uh, McDonald's America. But I forgot to mention this and just talking about this brings us up. The first day the sauce ended, <laughs> the BTS sauce expired, the deal or not the deal, but their offering of it. The 21st, I woke up, I went downstairs, I walked outside I had a bag of McDonald's at my front door. Just really? A, just, a, just a bag. Yeah. So I was like, what is this? I didn't order this. So I pulled it in. I looked at it. It came from the night before. It was placed at 1036 p.m. Or that's when the receipt was printed. It was delivered to my front door using a, one of the delivery apps, but not one I use. A different delivery app delivered it to my door, which then, so there's two scenarios in my mind. Hmm. Either the McDonald's hates me <laughs> for all the sauce orders mm. and as a a source of revenge they waited until the evening of the final day that the sauce was available and sent me like either fucked with like it was the order was a medium fries a large fries a blt quarter pounder and that was oh and a soda a medium soda so either i feel like they sent it to me and they fucked with me like they did something to the soda and just thinking like oh they'll think free food and they'll have it or I have had so many McDonald's orders recently that the driver just assumed I was the person who placed it. They just <laughs> delivered it there. But it's a different app. But I had rogue McDonald's showed it. I felt like it was like a warning. Like it was a, it was a, a threat or an, a, like an, a, a declaration of war. I did not see that when I sent those tweets out. Interesting, interesting that you, that's how you view it and not as a peace offering from McDonald's to you. Here are some other fine products we offer that you might enjoy. I feel like a peace offering would be more sauce. Or yeah, I was going to say, I think that would be the true peace offering. I don't think a uh, burger that looked gross and two orders well, of now fries. Well, now you're insulting them in their offer. It was a gross burger. Andrew, I think you're slightly overwhelmed. I think you're in all kinds of directions at once. I don't think you truly know what you want to do with this sauce. Mm. I agree. Well, it's, yeah. No, I, I, I don't. Mm. It's worth a lot, though. Like it's uh, I, I sent you the listing of like a hundred dollars for one sauce of each and like the container in a bag. <laughs> so what was that? Was that the packaging or was that the actual sauce? That was everything. It was I think two sauce containers and it was the nugget box. The listing I shared that was like a hundred dollars. Have you have you been drinking heavily recently or taking any kind of medication or drugs? No. Are you on any dr like heroin or any kind of mind altering drugs right now? No, I'm straight edge, Jeff. There's As no you know. way you could have gotten hammered or like, I don't know, did some black tar heroin 
and ordered it yourself? No, because okay. let's, it's not even an app I use. It was a different delivery system than I would ever use. They're, they don't even have my address for the other mm. one. So I, think, I honestly think what most likely happened is they saw McDonald's order this building and just took it to my door. But my door is so <laughs> hard to find. Like It's impressive that it reached me. <laughs> Out of all the places, I love could that you you describe your door like it's like it's magic and it exists in the Harry Potter universe, and you have to walk by it at a certain <laughs> time of day or do an incantation to discover well, it. He has the sewing machine towards the wall at the right angle. Right? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, We've talked about doing a bathtub race thing at some point, Jeff. If yeah. you are ever where I live, I will not give you instructions. I'll just tell you the address <laughs> of my building, and we'll see how long it takes you to find my door. It is okay. not well, Gavin, you're, you're involved with that too, buddy. Challenge accepted. All right, that sounds awesome. And I got news for you. I got there. We're definitely going to do the bathtub race, but there's another reason we might end up in, in uh, Canada for face down the road. And so really? uh, there's two possibilities in the next year. That I that could bring us to your wonderful fine island. I I didn't to the island specifically, not even just general. Well, Canada. to the These country, but if I'm going to go to the country, I'm going to make the okay. additional effort to go to your home turf. This is exciting. I don't. I haven't heard what the other possible. Is it too far out to talk about? I'm guessing. Oh, I just I I just it would be it'd be more fun for me not to tell you. Okay. Well, wait. So I just you're going to show up one day? Is that no? The, I'll tell I'll tell you in in good okay. time. Okay. I just don't see the point huh. in, in, in telling you now. It'll be night, like next year sometime. Maybe a year from now. You're year, year in two months year in two, or so. Okay. Potentially. Okay. Hmm. That's concerning. And then I'm going to find your door. I don't think you will. I, I think you're going to end up having to text me to try to figure out like <laughs> instructions. I'd be impressed uh. if you found it. I would. I don't know what. There should, we should make a bet of some kind. I bet you could not from the front of my building. You could not find my door within two minutes. Here's how I would do it. Within two minutes. Here's within how I would minutes. do it. I would order McDonald's to your house, and then I would start the timer. I would start the two-minute timer as soon as the guy showed up, and then I'd just follow him through. <laughs> he knows how to get there. We've established that. He knows how to get there with your orders, with other people's orders. He's the key to me finding your place instantly. I have no fit. It cost me 99 cents in a, in a delivery fee. I'll order some small fries, and he'll take me right there. Do maps, does Google Maps or anything, does it just... Put it in the wrong place on the map? Puts it in the wrong place, yeah. Puts it in the wrong place. How do okay. the drivers find it, then? It's, uh, well, on one of the apps, I can manually, and they've changed this, so it's, I don't think I'll be making many food orders anymore. You could manually place where you want them to drive, <laughs> and I'd kind of put them in the middle of nowhere, essentially, and they'd figure it out. <laughs> but even still, like, people would get lost all the time, or, like, I'd get some of the photos I've gotten of, we've left your order here, is, like, they've clearly given up, and they don't know what to do. It's just, <laughs> it's in, just in an alley. <laughs> yeah, it's just in a corner somewhere of the building. It's, uh, it's great. <laughs> I bet I can find it within two minutes. I bet I can do it. Uh, I don't think so. Well, it's dependent. It's dependent. Well, we, we should do it like a survivor challenge, and then we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll do me and Gavin and Nick and Eric, and we'll all try to find it. Building that sauce tower is the most survivor-like <laughs> experience I've ever had. It was genuinely like my hand was shaky. Everything was like wobbly. It felt like one of those, like they got to stack it above the point things. It was terrifying. Summer's here, and the living ain't easy if you've got Swamp Ass. I feel like maybe I should have sung that, but I'm not going to. However, I will say that how you stay on top of your sweaty bottom in these hot summer months is important, and I would recommend trying a refreshing spray from a Hello Tushy bidet. Keep your sweaty crack clean all summer long with the brand new Hello Tushy 3.0 Modern Bidet Attachment. It is stylish, it is eco-friendly, and it is a refreshing little shower purely for your butthole. Hello Tushy 3.0 cleans soggy butts like a champ, but it doesn't stop there. It cleans itself, too, with its Smart Spray Automatic Self-Cleaning Nozzle. So defeat Swamp Ass and go to hellotushy.com face to get 10% off plus free shipping. This is a special offer for our listeners at hellotushy.com slash face for 10% off. hellotushy.com slash face. Your butt will say thank you. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? I know I have had a myriad of things that I have been dealing with uh, basically since I was born, uh, and, and therapy has been, uh, well... 
it's been a boon for me. I'll, I'll be honest. It's been it's been a huge help. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. And you can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not a self-help line. It is professional counseling done securely online. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they can make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It is more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. So visit their website and read their testimonials if you need a little nudge. They post them daily. I think they're at betterhelp.com slash reviews. You can see what real people feel about the service. Then go to betterhelp.com slash face. That's better H-E-L-P. And join the over 1 million people who've taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. And it's available worldwide, which is pretty fantastic. Because most of us live in the world. I don't know if they can help you outside of the... I don't know if they can help you on another plane of existence. I don't know if they can help you uh, like an interstellar travel. But if you are within the confines of Earth, they can help you. Special offer for face listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com face. Go to betterhelp.com face to get 10% off your first month of BetterHelp. Have you ever had to find something in a hurry? Uh, yeah, like airport gates, you know, like when you're transferring. I think it's the worst combination. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so bad when everyone, like someone's counting on you or you're going to miss something, but you don't <laughs> know where to look for the thing you're looking for. You kind of end up like frantically <laughs> like jolting around in all directions, like looking at shit. And you want to <laughs> mm-hmm. be moving fast, but you don't have a direction. So you're just like <laughs> stuttering around. Yeah. It's a frantic mess. I'm trying to think of other times. I think airports are really like the one time where it's like, I don't know where this gate is. I have 10 minutes. What am I going to do? I was once in Spain. We're filming some Formula One or something. And uh, I realized that the the guy I was with didn't bring the mags for the camera. They were still in his hotel room. So I had to be, I like, I was like, oh, I'll go back and get him. And uh, one of the runners like drove me back to the little resort where we were staying and We'd already had, we had a shot in the camera. We just couldn't save it. So like everything was waiting on us to download this shot. And I was, <laughs> ran back into this resort. It was like a little compound of maybe like 50 villas, but <laughs> I got lost. I could, I'd only seen it in the dark and I, it was like <laughs> confusing me. It was confusing me during the day. So I was like, uh oh, where's the, and I couldn't find the number. And I was just running around. I must've spent <laughs> five minutes running full speed but not knowing where i was running i must look like a completely insane person like a chicken with his head cut off and i was freaking out i thought i was gonna black out by the end of it i was like (laughs) everyone's waiting everyone's waiting and eventually i found it and it was like really close to the entrance (laughs) that's i i keep getting so like this is a weird like it wasn't super frantic I got lost in Austin one time. I don't think I've told the story on the podcast. Is this I've been pre lost. or post ankle roll? Uh, this is I. This is pre ankle roll. Okay. My ankle was fine at okay. this point. <laughs> I, I have two distinctive lost in Austin stories. It always seems to happen at around RTX. Or I guess this is the main reason why I'm in Austin. But it was the night I am like one of the twelve people that didn't mind True Detective season two, and it was the finale was on like the closing night of RTX and Caleb invited me to this bar thing where I guess they'd like every year they'd like a bunch of people would get together in the community, do like a community event at this place. And it was like maybe two blocks away from where I was staying, the hotel I was at. And this guy that I I met through the community really wanted to play rock, paper, scissors against me for whatever reason. <laughs> and uh, I was like, meet me. I'll meet you outside of this hotel. We can play rock, paper, scissors, and we can walk and talk to this bar that I have to go to. So that's what we did. I won, by the way. Do you play rock, paper, scissors a lot with a lot of people? I don't play rock. No, it was their thing. They really wanted to play rock, paper, scissors. I was like, sure, I'll play it. I just love the idea of you and someone else in an alley. The police roll up. It's like, all right, where's where's the drugs? And it's like, no, sir, we were just playing rock, paper, scissors. Don't worry about it. That's normal. (laughs) I'm very competitive, so I, I luckily I won. I think it was close. I think he won the first one. I won the next three. I don't remember exactly, but then we walked and talked to the place, and I stayed. I just hung out. I didn't really do anything. I played pinball mainly for like two or three hours at this party. Do you think you're good at rock, paper, scissors, like better than the average person? I don't think so. I think okay. I'm actually especially bad at rock, paper, scissors. I'd say I'm okay. a bad rock, paper, scissors player. Fair enough. 
Which pinball were you playing? I don't remember. It was just like a whatever. Okay. It was like me being bad at a party, not really knowing anybody and being awkward. So I'm just going to play <laughs> pinball in the corner. If and it makes time. you feel any better, that bar that you went to that they would go to every year, I'm pretty sure it yes, closed down. It's closed. It is yeah, gone. It doesn't yeah, make, out of business, I don't know so. why that would make me feel any better at all. I mean, it's not the bar's fault. I just <laughs> Isn't it? Isn't it the bar's fault, Andrew? No, it was mm. a great bar. Don't they I promise a good time? Did you have no. a good time? It sounded horrible. I think a good time was there. It just, I couldn't find it. That's well, my fault. <laughs> but okay. I think it existed within the premises. I just was too awkward to like. You had all the ingredients. You just couldn't make it into a good <laughs> you time. You just couldn't bake the cake. <laughs> Honestly, okay. So the first part, there was like a UFC event on and they had a giant TV. So I watched that on a couch. I was like, this is pretty good. And then I played pinball. So like, as far as my evening goes, not bad, but terrible party as far as my involvement in it. Mm. So then I leave. And I left because I wanted to catch the finale of True Detective Season 2. And I gave myself like 30 minutes to go. And I just kept walking. And I couldn't quite remember my turn because I spent the entire time talking to the guy. So I wasn't really mindful of. All I had to do it was literally I took one turn and then walked straight. So I just had to turn once. And I was set. Or oh, you could have opened a map on your phone. Could have done that. I didn't have my phone. My phone died <laughs> at the party. That's what happened. Both times I've been lost, my phone died at the party. So I didn't have access to my phone or else I would have used my phone. That would have solved this immediately. So I had no phone and I just am going straight. And I'm like, eventually I'll find a turn. I just every street I'd pass, I'd be like, I don't think that was it. And I just keep walking. And I realized I had missed my turn when I ran out of buildings. There was no longer any buildings ahead of me. I was like leaving the city, essentially, at that point. It is getting it's like 11 p.m., maybe a little bit earlier. It's like 1030 ish, 11 and everything's like in the area wasn't really open and I'm sweating because it's hot and it's the summer and I'm just going up to people asking like, hey, I'm, I'm trying to stay. I stayed here. Could you tell me where it is? I have no idea where I'm going. And they would kind of point sometimes or they just ignore me. It was a disaster. I spent <laughs> like 30 minutes lost walking through the, the city at night trying to find my hotel, which I know is close. Like it's within probably 10 minutes of wherever I'm at, I am. I go to some in the central area. I came across two extremely drunk ladies who were thrilled by the fact that I was from Canada and they were kind enough to use their phone to help me, but they were too drunk to be useful in any way. So they also just gave me kind of shitty directions. I spent like an hour lost by the end of it, just walking up and down streets, going around, trying to ask people. Nobody would help me. Eventually, I came across one of those bike carts that are intended for like multiple people. And I'm like, I'll pay you whatever. Just this is my hotel. I'm so lost. Please take me to this place. Like a little and, pedicab? Uh, yeah, like a little pedicab. And I hopped in. I just had a great conversation. He was playing like Def Leppard extremely loudly. It was like <laughs> 11 p.m. He, his last job was a grave digger in New Orleans. So I just asked him about that. And it was just like the most bizarre evening, like the conclusion to it. I finish, I get back to the hotel, I'm way late for watching the True Detective finale. I turn it on, and I mean, spoilers for True Detective season two, there's a character in it who dies by having an extended walk through the desert, and that's the exact thing <laughs> I walked into, was just this character walking, trying to make it back to the city. It was, exa it was like Gavin in this fly thing, it perfectly lined up. But yeah, I got, it was just a disaster. Every time, both times I've been lost in Austin, it's because my phone died and I've gotten shitty directions. And Caleb was the source of both of them. Now I think about it. I just like that you always go to these other cities, miles from, not even in your own country, and you refuse to charge your phone every night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was charged. It's just, it, I was there for a few hours. It died. I don't know. I've always had <laughs> shitty phones outside of my most recent two. It's it's impressive as well in that, uh, sorry, I guess not the case anymore because of the explosive growth of the last two or three years, but... This is at a time when Austin didn't have that many big buildings. Yeah, like well, that's how I that, knew. Not I would... that much of a city, so it's like <laughs> process of elimination. Yeah. You probably could have walked to every big building in 30 minutes in Austin. That's how I realized I went too far is the big building stopped existing. It was just all <laughs> flat. That was my sign that I'm out they of the city They started getting really small in the back. Yeah, yeah, everything got really tiny. I'm imagining you walking out of the side of Austin into the desert. <laughs> You're probably just like two blocks away. <laughs> That was the, the first time. The second time, it was the day after it was when that guy drove me from San Antonio to Austin. The next day, I was like, I want a burger. I went to a burger place that was close, and it happened to be a place that you took me to, Jeff, the first time I went to Austin, you and Caleb. It was this tiny 
bar burger place. Casino El Camino. No, it wasn't that one. It was a different one. What um, was my invite, by the way, to that? I, I don't know. Do you remember what it was called? I have no memory what it was called. I also think that that business no longer exists. Uh, probably. It was a small, but I was like, oh, I've been here. I didn't realize this was the place I'd been before. That's cool. Had a burger, had a great time. Next day, Caleb and I went for lunch during RTX. And during the lunch, my phone died. And so we ate lunch and I said, Caleb, my phone is dead. All I like, I know, I don't know where my place is, but I know how to get from that bar slash burger place to my place. So if you could tell me where that burger bar place is, it's not far away. Just tell me where it is. And he once again, his instructions were he pointed. He's like that way. So then I just started walking in that direction, found somebody else at the convention center who walked with me for a bit. And we're talking and he offered me his resume. I said, oh, I can't really help you uh, get a job. And then he was like, cool, I got to go. <laughs> so then he abandoned me. I remembered I crossed train tracks going from point A to point B. So I just stood on the train tracks and I just kept walking down them because I was like, eventually, once again, I'll find my turn in the heat. <laughs> I'm miserable. Once again, just drenched in sweat, walking down the train tracks I was probably like 15 minutes away from having a breakdown of like, I'm so lost. Uh, but then I looked up and I was right in front of my building. I don't know how I got there, but I just made it back. And I was like, oh, that's super convenient. And I was good. Uh, do you think maybe it's not hard to find your front door at all? It's just hard for you to find your front door? <laughs> no. I mean, I, I mean, just based off is... of just based off every story you've ever told about you getting from point A to point B. No, I, it's just... If I was guided to the bar, I knew where to go because it was a straight <laughs> shot and I still found it, but it was, I, I relied on the train tracks. Oh, I was just walking man. down the tracks. Oh. It's terrible. I'm good at getting lost, apparently. I am not convinced your place is hard to find. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it is. I will, this is what we'll do. It's definitely hard for you to find, but I think most things are. What if we, you know those like tablet that are on wheels? Like it's a moped slash tablet. And yeah. see through it. What are the range on those? If I set one up in front of my building, I bet you couldn't find my door within the two minutes. I would love to do this. We have to figure out a way to do like long range camera feed. I don't know if that technology even exists. It, for it how does. We want to use it. it does. Yeah, we could do. Okay. That. Yeah, we can do that. We can easily we'll find a way. I like that. You always have weird interactions with people by the sounds of it. Yeah. Oh, the weirdest. The weirdest interaction. You didn't even ever tell us about the, the orgy invite. Or anything. I, I, I've had weird interactions in Austin too. I, I feel like some of them, you know, it, you, can, you can put out a vibe whether or not you want to be spoken to by strangers. But mm -hmm. I feel like when I first moved here, I was all for it. You know, I was in a new country. If people came <laughs> up and spoke to me, I'd be like, oh, hey, what's up? And once I was, it was when we lived in that rental house, Jeff, I think I'd walked to a like Fresh Plus or something and I was walking mm. back and some girl stopped me and she was like, uh, hey, can I talk to you about Planned Parenthood? And I was like, uh, yeah what's that and she was like all right douchebag and just turned her back on me and walked off because i didn't know what it was and she thought i was taking the piss because i assume everyone here knows what it is they just wanted to tell people about it and i was like what's planned parenthood and she and she was having none of it and i just walked home just like what did i do she <laughs> wanted to you to sign a sit your signature on something or to donate money probably to Planned parenthood <laughs> and she probably thought you were putting on a fake accent or just being dismissive because those poor those people get shit on all day long by strangers that's really funny yeah she was really uh, mean i was just being friendly <laughs> That probably, oh, man. that probably ruined the next hour. Oh, it probably <laughs> ruined her next hour, too. She's like, she went home and she's like, I swear to God, all I'm trying to do is raise money for Planned Parenthood, and every fucking dude I talk to is a dickhead to me. <laughs> you This guy earlier today, he pretended not to know what it is, and he used a bad, bad British accent to do it. I don't think I even fully told the homeless orgy story thing. So that happened because I was with somebody who didn't know how to use Uber and they put the pickup point like six blocks away. In the middle of an orgy? That was a, they pinned no, an no, orgy? No, no, no. <laughs> no oh. we're outside RTX. This is, there was, I never made it to the homeless orgy, Gavin. I was just, it was an invite that was presented to me. Okay. We're outside the convention center. <laughs> we're trying to get back to our place. This is not only just pre-ankle roll, this is pre-me having the flu and getting everybody that I was with sick. Um... <laughs> We are, he's like, I'll call an Uber. Oh, it's weird. It keeps telling me we have to go, go to it. And it's like seven blocks away. And so we're just walking, walking. This homeless guy walks up and is like, hey, can I have money? And I, I was like, sure. I gave him some money. 
and then we became best friends and he was following me and we're talking the whole way and we i had a seattle seahawks shirt on and he was talking to me about football and he's like you think the seattle seahawks are gonna win this year i didn't really think so but i was like yeah maybe and then he's like nah you think the seattle seahawks are gonna win the super bowl this year and i was like yeah He's like, you think the Seattle Seahawks are going to win the Super Bowl this year? And I'm like, yeah, they're going to win because it's like I'm a fucking budget Jerry Maguire. Like you wanted me to yell about it. And I was just playing into his thing. And so I was like, yeah, they're going to win. And he's like, I don't I don't like their chances this year. It's like, why did we do that? What was the point? What was the, like, why? I think the point was to keep you engaged long enough to get you behind an alley somewhere where he could stab you and have a brand new Seattle Seahawks well, jersey to walk around. Or play in. rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So then we kept walking and he was taught like he just kept talking to me and we're crossing a section. And I think somebody realized that like it was sort of a weird conversation we're having and they shoulder checked him in the crosswalk and that stopped them for a minute. And he turned, he's like, what the fuck to the guy? And I think the point was to try to allow me to get distance. But as soon as we crossed the street, my friend was like, oh, this is where we got to be for the car. So then I'm just standing there and the homeless guy comes back and uh, this is where it elevated to another level. He, he looked at me and it was like, <laughs> I would describe the vibe as like Anton Chigurh in the gas station of No Country for Old Men. There was like this weird tension and he was just staring at me and he's like, you have the prettiest eyes I've ever seen. I was like, oh, great. <laughs> yeah. we are, we are going somewhere. What color are your eyes? Uh, I'd say like a blue, like a darkish mm. blue. Oh, but he said, dreamy. Uh, the, you've, yes, exactly. According to him. And then it turned into, uh, why are you here? Uh, and I was like, oh, I'm at, whenever I try to like describe RTX to somebody that would have no concept of what it is, I always just say, it's, uh, it's like a video game convention. And uh, he's like, oh, so you're telling me you run all this shit? <laughs> and he meant the city of Austin. <laughs> and I was like, no, I just, you know, I just, you know, I, I like games and stuff, so I'm here for that. And he's like, oh, so you're a hacker and shit? And then he started going, boop, 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 boop. And I was like, no, I just, I like video games. And then he was trying to convince me to go on his workout plan. He's like, you and I can work out. We have a great time. We'll work out. We'll, we'll have so much fun. Then it pivoted to that he knew a guy who had a bunch of drugs. And then it pivoted to where you staying at, I can bring the party. And it was like a very clear like implication of, or I don't remember the wording, but it was like, we're going to have an orgy. How was it? How was what? The orgy? Yeah. Not enough condoms, but <laughs> can you imagine the podcast you two could have started together if you'd, if you'd have just told him where he stayed? Well, I, I mean, I he was, doesn't know where he stayed. He could never find the damn place. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Andrew's like, I'll give you my address in Vancouver Island, but you're never going to find it. <laughs> the dude's walking around with him in Austin. He's like, we're going in circles, man. Where are you staying? You're like, I don't know. <laughs> the entire time i don't think i blinked like we're having a weird stare down for this whole conversation and he's like where are you staying and uh i panicked and i lied i just said i'm uh the hilton 26th floor i just came up with oh, the floor dude. and he's like cool and they walked away <laughs> i never saw him again we got in our car do you think somebody who maybe looked reasonably like you or even not that like you on the sixth floor of the Hilton just had a surprise orgy happen in their laps. <laughs> I'm curious what happened that evening on the 26th floor. I'd yeah. love to know. I hope no, not 26th happened. floor, but just sounds like a lot of fun might've happened. <laughs> we get in the car. I feel so sick and I don't know that I, I have a flu at this point I'm dealing with fever, flu. I had everything. I was super sick. Get home. I immediately vomit, and it was the day that I tried Big Red for the first time, so just bright red cute. <laughs> mm. Vomit everywhere, and uh, I got everybody sick. But I just, yeah, I've had some, I don't know what it is about me, but I draw weird interaction with people. It's like I have a magnet to it. It could be fun, or it could be you're invited to a homeless orgy. Which also could be fun. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it could, could be. Can't complain about that necessarily. I, I don't know that I'd want to be the kind of guy who goes an entire life without ever getting invited to a homeless orgy, you know? Is that a life worth living? <laughs> yes. Great point. How many homeless orgies have you been invited to, Gavin? I, not, not any. Not yeah, any. See? Hmm. What a sad, sad life for a sad little man. I didn't know that you filmed F1 stuff, Gavin. Dude, he filmed Fernando Alonso. He did? That's what I was doing. Uh, Alonso was waiting. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> I don't think it was for actually for... It wasn't a real Formula One race. It was... Uh, 
I want to say it was like a commercial for Santander or something who Mm. maybe Ah. sponsored some shite. I don't know. Who knows? I I don't don't really know all about all the stuff I worked on. Sometimes you just show up and shoot (laughs) it and then you never see it. (laughs) It probably didn't even air in the UK or or anything. Do you remember what the commercial was? I don't know. (laughs) I can show you the footage. I'd I'd love to see the footage. (laughs) You still have the footage? Yeah. I got most of the stuff I shot. Oh, that's really cool. It is, pretty, it is pretty cool. It makes me respect him a little bit more when I find out he's worked on stuff that I now like, like F1. Yeah, I was going to say. Why do you like F1 so much now? Have you ever watched it? Yeah. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> it's, a hard, it's a hard point to argue against. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like that's the answer. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, like, technically, it's, it's very cool. It, it's not, I find it not very fun to watch in person, though. I've oh. never seen a race in person. You really don't yeah. get a sense of... Of like where the race is you just if, you, if you're on a corner oh. you just kind of see cars pass by and you don't it really is much better televised i think i feel like most sporting events are better televised yeah I, I agree for a football match that's nice in person you get the vibe you get the cheering you get people standing up in front of you and not sitting down for half an hour <laughs> that was fucking annoying <laughs> oh my god dude I was, it's funny because I made a joke. Uh, so Gavin and I went to a, a for, uh, what was that, last Saturday, I guess? We, we yeah. Had, well, first off, we hung out in person and nothing blew up. Everything held. There was no extra weirdness aside from I got some cucumbers uh, given to me. Well, all right. Well, that, that was fucking weird. <laughs> that, that in itself was a whole, there was a whole thing. Uh, Andrew, there's a whole thing. Hey, did you hear okay. about the cucumbers? No, I have no idea about the cucumbers. Well, we should get into it because it was fascinating to me. Uh, however, yeah, we we spent an entire time hanging out, and uh, I I'd say it was a pretty pretty like medium decent time. Uh, I was telling Andrew, I don't know what we would like. I don't even nothing funny happened, nothing gross happened, nothing weird happened. <laughs> it was just a medium time. We did, I mean, it was nice. It was oh, a good yeah. time. I had a lovely time. It was me and you and Emily and and uh, Millicent, and we went to. Uh, to see the uh, the first home game of the Austin FC soccer MLS soccer team, nothing of like f- face note happened, which yeah. means it was a good time. Yeah, I mean, I will say uh, we had to we had to endure Matthew McConaughey looking like a goddamn leprechaun. That was oh, weird. I loved that bit. Uh, he Andrew he came out because he's a part owner of the team and yes. because he has to you know McConaughey Promote. bless all of every uh-huh. cool thing in Austin. You know, uh, well, first off, he did like a like a scat type rap thing that he does you know where he just fucking what just freestyles some bullshit that sounds like some shit but means nothing you know he did that for a little bit about austin and competition and fucking I was, soccer or i was looking at him down there on the pitch while he was dressed in green and slamming on his drum yeah. and i just thought that guy was an interstellar <laughs> yeah dude then he gavin's not kidding he walked out on the pitch in a bright green suit like a full suit which, by the way, brave to do because you could green screen anything on that dude. <laughs> like he won a golf tournament. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah like he won a golf tournament. Yeah. Like he, he, yeah. And, uh, and then he played the bongos. Okay. In a, well, like, it was seriously. One. It was just one bong, bongo. Isn't... Bong, bong. <laughs> bong. Bong, bong. For an eternity. And then we got to watch the soccer game. It was great. <laughs> Did they win? Uh, they tied. Was <laughs> the first game of the entire stadium, like the for real, and it was nil nil. nil. <laughs> yeah, it was a it was Nobody a pretty typical scored? soccer game. It was a zero zero. Yeah. Wow. I was sat next to Millie, and she, we, the game ended, and she was like, "All right, so what? We go into overtime or what?" I was like, "No, nah, that was it. We go." <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "Wait, that happens?" I was like, "Oh yeah, that happens all the time." <laughs> makes it makes it really exciting when there's a goal though. You have McConaughey on more drums and nobody scores. Yeah, <laughs> disappointing it's like, evening. We had that mojo working for us and we still couldn't score. I got to say, though, <laughs> gorgeous stadium. Awesome that Austin finally has a pro team. Really cool experience getting to go to the first game. And it was awesome that Emily was able to put all that together for us. And I had a wonderful time. And I'm really glad that uh, none of us broke anything and there was there was, there was no tornado or any kind of weather event. It was uh, It gave me hope that maybe we could do it again someday. <laughs> I, I mean, this all sounds fantastic. I feel like I missed what happened with the cucumber. Where's the cucumber coming to play? Did I miss that? Okay, so I pick... Gavin shows up at my house, and as we're driving, he goes, uh, I had a weird thing happen today. And I go, what's that? And he goes, uh, somebody chucked a load of pickles on my front door in a, in a bag full of brine, like pickle brine. 
And I was like, you mean like a jar of Vlasic pickles, full pickles, dumped into a freezer bag, Ziploc shut, like full of brine and pickles. And he was like, yeah, it's just on my front porch. And then I was like, well, you have cameras. So let's look at the cameras. He pulls up. There's no, the pickles just show up on his front door camera. <laughs> it's like, it's like they just get delivered by a hand that didn't have a body. You yeah. can just see them like slide into frame and there's no one there. So we talk Weird. about this all night while we're at the we're having soccer fun, right? And uh, oh, and by the way, Gav, I, there was one thing going on that I never told you about that was distracting me all night that I'll, I'll bring up. So the whole ride back to Gavin's house, we're gonna give him a ride home. We're like, do you think the pickles will be on the porch? Should we check? We get there, we run up, and uh, there were three giant dry ass cucumbers in a Ziploc bag that obviously came from somebody's garden. There was no, they were pickles. <laughs> I don't know how Gavin got their pickles. There was no pickle brine. There was no brine of anything. It was just three cucumbers in a bag. In my defense, the bag was full of condensation, and I think I mistook it for it. I, all I did, okay, all I did really, it, there was a, you know, there was an Uber waiting. I just walked out my front door. I thought, that looks like a bag of pickles as I stepped over them, and then I just continued walking. I didn't touch him. I didn't really look at him. I just and I asked, like, surely... Surely there's Emily's like, surely there was a note or something. And he's like, no, no, nothing. I walk up. I look at the cucumbers. I, I immediately identify they are not pickles. Look to the right. See the note. Pick it up. It's like, hey, here's some cucumbers from the garden. If you don't need them, pass them on to the next neighbor. Thanks. <laughs> it was more confusing at a glance. Everything Dude, made sense now that I had time to investigate. Also, well, Jeff had when, time. When, when Gavin found the other footage, it got interesting. I will say that. He found footage from another camera that was fascinating. It was delivered, I guess, by an elderly woman who uh -huh. Mission Impossible did. Kind of looked like, kind of looked like uh, a witch out of Left 4 Dead. And she, <laughs> yeah, she was like hobbling around and she like grabs the pole near that, the front of the house and kind of swings her arm around and just like slides it onto the, onto the bit that the camera could see. She like deliberately avoided going up the steps. She just reached around the railings and put it there. So it looked like from the doorbell that no one delivered it. Gavin was right when he texted it to me. He goes, I, she has advanced angles and it, <laughs> he couldn't have been more true. Like she totally like Ethan hunted her way across his driveway. So he like hugged the wall. She was looking over her shoulder and looking around trying to spot like, I don't know, threats. It was fucking fascinating. And then she just disappeared into the darkness from when she came. And she did look a little like a Left 4 Dead witch. He's not wrong yeah, there. And she, and she came, like, she didn't come from the street. It looked like she came out of my own garage somehow. I don't know how she, yeah, I don't she know where she came she from. she came from your backyard or wherever. <laughs> I, I assume she lives under the house. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they're my cucumbers and she just picked them for me. <laughs> Either way, it's weird. I don't know what you want me to, I guess it's a kindness. It's like old lady kindness that doesn't exist anymore. But it is. Yeah. I mean, I've never met this person. I've ne I'd have never expressed <laughs> excitement for foreign cucumbers. Have you ever seen a, a little Left 4 Dead witch hanging around your neighborhood? <laughs> <laughs> and to be honest, you know, at least pickle them for me or something. What do you want? Uh, <laughs> does she want me to eat them as cucumbers, or does she, does she want me to take them the rest of the way? Uh, I mean, well, I the note didn't specify. You do whatever you want. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you could do. You're given what? What is the current? Do you still have them? Did you pass them on? What? What is? Where is? Where are the cucumbers? They, they were passed on. I, and I will you say the, the note the note wasn't anywhere near the bag, in my defense. <laughs> it was well, three feet from the bag. Well, I mean, put it, it was on. the only <laughs> note on your porch, dude. It wasn't like it was hidden in amongst all the other notes. I saw it instantly. It was a yellow post-it note. <laughs> all right, well that's fair. You know, I'm in, I'm in a hurry. <laughs> that's true. You're in a hurry. The up the upside uh -oh. though, uh, the wasps have the the wasps that survived the fan. Yeah, uh, they're now happily living back inside the fan, and I've not turned it on since, and we're just coexisting peacefully. You'd be happy to know. That's great. That's no, I guess I, I am happy to know you. You decided to go that route instead of removing them. Uh, I mean, they've been in there a while, by the looks of it. Did you talk in the last podcast about how the crows are throwing shit at you? Oh, yeah, that was after the wasp, wasn't it? Yeah, so yeah, I, got, it was. I got like ravens or something. I don't know if it's a crow or a raven. I can never really tell. It's whatever the bird is that goes. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so they're, they're in my trees and they just squawk at me every time they see me. If I walk into the backyard, they start just screaming at me. Uh, and as soon as they can't see me, they stop. It's like peekaboo with a baby. You know, you get that immediate reaction. 
And uh, if I'm under them, they'll flap about in the trees and snap <laughs> branches off and throw them at me. Huh. It, it, he's not kidding. Uh, he showed me a video. It is. It sounds impossible, but it is a hundred percent. Like it's obvious that they are attacking him. Why? What? What? It, what have you done, Gavin? What curse? What has happened? Why is I everything I told you, I against died. you? But does that explain the raven? Why would the raven crow attack uh, if you were dead? <laughs> I don't know. They're just around. Maybe it was like they had babies they were trying to protect or something, but oh. it's too late. It's too late in the year. I already had baby birds like three months ago. Are you an expert on the, the mating cycle of Yes, crows? I, I'm, an, oh. I'm an expert on the crow, crow mating cycle. <laughs> Maybe you should have taken the cucumbers. Maybe they're a peace offering. Maybe that would have solved everything. <laughs> Also, based on what you said, like, did she, how did she get the note to the door? Like, did she make a paper plane and throw it? Like, how do you get the paper if she just hooked, was the, was the note tied to the bag? I assume she swung, she did the weird railing move, the little sort okay. of stealth move and slid all of it. And the note just blew off the bag, I assume, when the okay. wind took it to the door. Yeah. I mean, that's a nice thing as an idea, but I don't want to have to carry the cucumbers. I would end up eating the cucumbers out of purely, I don't want to take it to the next test. Would you eat strange cucumber from someone you'd never met? If my options were eat strange cucumber from someone I've never met or deliver it to the next house, I'm eating the strange cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> I like there's no other option. You want to just throw it away. <laughs> No, I well, I would never. That'd be a waste. What there needs to be a system <laughs> on the note. You need to indicate, like there needs to be a marking if you pass it on. I want to know how many houses this has gone through. How many blocks? Maybe <laughs> this cucumber might not even be from my neighborhood. This could be three oh, blocks over. They might not even be from her. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I assume it would be crazy if it was from her. I'd be shocked. <laughs> I assume this has gone to multiple doors. Oh, dude, what if it's like it follows and she just passed a curse <laughs> on the cucumber? The curse of the cucumber. And that's why the birds are flipping out, and now you've passed it on. I hope. I hope you did it well, properly. I'm glad I got rid of it before I didn't even touch him. Wow. Well, yeah, he's in the clear. It follows. The cucumber it follows curse. <laughs> the sequel we've always wanted. Mm -hmm. I love that the weirdness just comes from, like, the strange fruit, but Jeff, I think, was legitimately <laughs> mad that there were cucumbers <laughs> and not pickles. He was like, these aren't in brine! I was like, that's not the weird part, though. That's not the strangeness. You set it up all wrong. I was, I was thrown for a loop. <laughs> it's still weird. A bag of cucumbers from a garden is not as weird as a bag of pickles in brine. Why isn't that as weird? Who picked the <laughs> Come on, man. What do you mean? Is it just the act of like no one puts You Brian don't pickle in a bag? shit in a bag, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you don't put Brian in a bag. Okay. Everyone knows this. You'd have to take it out of a jar, which is already a transportation method. I still think that that only takes it from like a six weird to a seven though. Mm. Uh no, I feel like a bag of cucumbers is a five and is like Pickles with brine in a Ziploc's like a solid eight. <laughs> yeah, it's an right. eight. It's, it's an easy bizarre. eight. Really? It's, an, it's yeah. a five to an eight, Eric, what are your it's, thoughts? It's a huge gap because you have to take them out of the jar. It's just a weird thing. Yeah. I wanted to hear the rest of what Andrew had to say. Man, it really is. I just don't. Hmm. You said that there was condensation inside the bag. Is that what yeah. you were saying? Yeah, that so, was the sheen I was looking at, I think. A, a little very bit of moisture. small amount of condensation. I think he's overselling well, it, it. It was more when I left. In Where did the condensation go? Maybe into the cucumber. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. What do you want from me? What, do you, what does everyone want from me? I just, I'm trying to just live my life. I got Ben showing up. I, that sounds great. I mean, Honestly. I have to believe that this is a Jacob's Ladder situation. Ooh. And you are dead. And we are, when people talk about like simulation theory, or whatever, like, oh, they were just, like, living in a simulation. I think mm -hmm. that you died, or you're in a helicopter dying, and uh, <laughs> you are, this is, we are just inside your head, yeah. and the woman is a demon, and the cucumbers represent, like, you trying to get back to, like, the earthly realm. Uh, <laughs> like, why was she, why did she look like a witch from a video game, like a dream half-remembered? from a video game from like long ago. You know what I mean? Like it's too many, it's too many concentric circles. This is, I, I, I am, I like where Eric is going with this. This is definitely, you are a Vietnam soldier, an American Vietnam soldier. <laughs> you are bleeding out right now and they are trying to save your life and you're living, you're living the next 30 years in your mind and we're just a part of it. Oh my God. And 
that lady that played the girl who turned into a demon, I think her name is Luis Pena. She died recently, too. So it's all unraveling. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. And she died, I think, of, uh, I think she died of cirrhosis. So. Okay. That, that, I mean, in, in your fact. head, I guess, because this is all, this is all invented by you. Oh, maybe she died of pickles. It all means something. If it was a different vegetable, would you have been more excited about it? Does the vegetable, is it, is the issue mm. of you not wanting it the weirdness of receiving it randomly? Or is it the fact that cucumber is a lower tier on the vegetable list? Where do you put cucumber on the vegetable list? Cucumber, well, I mean, I feel like no one ever needs cucumber is the thing. Cucumber is <laughs> always like an addition. It's never a main. And also, America has these weird stubby little cucumbers to make pickles with. But I'm, the, the cucumbers I like to eat are the, the big long ones, the ones that are like two feet long. You like mm -hmm. a big or a foot long. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't really know what I would have done with it. I mean, can you eat? Do the cucumbers that turn into pickles taste the same as like an English cucumber? Yeah. I'd assume so. I mean, hey, you could put that in a salad. You mm -hmm. always got that as an option. Um, sandwiches. Cucumbers are fruit. I don't think a salad is a salad without cucumber, honestly. It's a, really? It's a, it's a staple what? for me. Oh, I disagree really? strongly. Yeah, I, I love a cucumber, strongly. man. I could eat cucumber all day long. That's great, but I don't think they're needed for a salad. As I said, I feel like the salad is just the lettuce or the spinach or whatever you want to put. It's the blank canvas, and then you put whatever you want into it. Yeah, why do you never make that then? Who are you talking to? Well, why does Andrew never make the bulk standard salad? Well, I, I do. I just I, I thought for I wanted to make the greatest salad possible to, to enhance the cream, potentially. Or like, I've never had this before. If I'm not going to like it in this salad, I'll never like it outside of it. Interesting. Slicing. You know what we should do? We should come up with, and I'm not saying we should do it right now because we should put some thought into it, but we should pick like a number of ingredients, like five or six or something, and then we all come up with the perfect salad in our minds, okay. right? Like you're, you pick whatever six ingredients and you create the perfect salad. I do, and then Gavin does the same, and then we can release it and then let the audience decide which is the best salad. I see. Is this for the recipe book? Could be for the <laughs> recipe book, yeah. And then we call that the ultimate like face salad or something. Do we have to do it anonymously? We would have to do it anonymously. I feel like salad has the greatest range. Salad can be amazing and it can be such dog shit. Totally agree. It's a great, yeah. I, yeah, I'm trying to think of what is a more ranged food. I think you might be right. I think mm -hmm. it has the widest range. Whereas like stuff hmm. like eggs, eggs could be like okay or good, but that you, well, maybe that's a bad example. No, but I think it's a good example. It can also, Can't it's an appetizer it. or it's a meal, a main, however, like however you want to present it. It's got a lot of flexibility. Yeah. I feel the same way about yeah. honey mustard. I feel like that's the condiment wide range. There's such a variety of honey mustard flavors. I, mm. More so than any other condiment, you can go place to place and have wildly different tasting experiences. I'd be willing to bet this is the fifth face that you've mentioned honey mustard <laughs> you really yeah. like honey mustard you really do yeah it comes up a lot well we did a we did a sauce thing and i don't know if i'd say it comes up a lot what was the last mention of honey mustard when i wanted to, to make honey mustard that was a long mm. time ago like probably 20 30 episodes ago no way no it's in the I last disagree. 10 it's in the last you brought 10. up things that have wide variety i think honey <laughs> mustard is wide variety i was just trying to think other yeah, food next items. week i'm going to talk about something brown nobody's nobody's <laughs> disagreeing we're just pointing out that it comes up a lot. I don't feel like it does. I think it's just memorable when I bring it up. I think it's a great topic that everybody enjoys. <laughs> <laughs> do we always engage really well in your honey yeah. mustard conversation? Yeah, you do. I, I always get a text after on those episodes, so that was a great show. So I, I'm trying to I'm sprinkling in honey mustard whenever I can. It really elevates. The one thing Much they like have in the common. condiment. Yeah. It elevates the dish. It elevates the show. Little do honey you, mustard top. Do you think I should start? I should become a better neighbor and start dumping food on my neighbor's doorsteps. That's such a great question. I don't know how you. I don't know what the cucumber rebuttal would be. Well, I think you get something that you grew in your own garden. I think you have. Well, here's the problem. You don't know where she lives. Is she to your left or right? The last person that did it. She, she's from. She's from my garage. <laughs> she came from under the house. <laughs> she's. A, she might be a slea stack. <laughs> huh. I think, hmm, how do you do this in a way that isn't like an invasion of privacy? It'd be interesting to like put one thing to the left of you, one thing to the right of you and see how far it gets both ways. Do you like a race of sorts? I would, I bet you that is almost like a competition in itself. We have to pick the shittiest vegetable we could think of and see how far it can get. 
and whoever gets the furthest wins. <laughs> like a like a game of like vegetable telephone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I don't I would never pick like carrots or potatoes are not getting past two houses. Well, because people are gonna eat them. Yeah, people are gonna like those items. Those are like commonly used great vegetables. Does it have to be can it be a pro like I bet I could get a Branston pickle jar really far. I bet that would travel. That no would one's gonna throw, want that. No. People are gonna throw that away because they don't trust it. They're just gonna and throw nobody it knows off to what it is. And it's like store-bought. Yeah, I don't think you can do store-bought. I think it has to be, it can't be fruit because it just bruises. It has to be like a vegetable with some durability. You're not going to fucking deal with apples in a bag, Jeff. Like, let's just, we can't do fruit. What about a swede? What's a swede? Yeah, what is that? It's a root veg, isn't it? It's no idea what it is. Don't, don't know. No clue. A Never heard a Swedish of it. person? Swede. Oh, let me see. A swede. <laughs> swede veg. Why don't we talk about vegetables so much? I don't know. You bring it up every week. <laughs> uh, it's a cross between a cabbage oh! and a turnip. Oh, you call it a rutabag. What the hell? <laughs> Ruta Ruta hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Damn it, Andrew. Sorry. How, how sorry. are you going to say I that? I'm excited. It's a fun word. I, uh, what I was going to say, it doesn't matter because Andrew told me that it's root. I was going to say rutabaga. <laughs> <laughs> What's a rutabaga? A rutabaga. It's a root vegetable. It's a swede. <laughs> Wait, how do you spell your version? <laughs> Write it out. I want to see what this looks like. Because rutabaga, rutabaga yeah, that's a is such person. a better. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> yours is a Swedish turnip, isn't it? I don't know if it's from Sweden. We just call it's it a Swede. rutabaga. A rutabaga is such a better <laughs> Where name. Where does that name come from? I don't know, but it's great. It's fun. <laughs> when you say rutabaga, you know what you're talking about. You don't have to go away. I late. wouldn't. Some woman on the street would come up to me and want to talk to you about rutabagas, and I'd be like, cool, what's that? And she'd tell me to go shove it up my ass. <laughs> rutabagas, I don't even think I like rutabagas, but it's just exciting to hear. It's when a great, I hear a rutabagas in the mix, yeah, I'm, I'm amped about it. I, yeah. want it, I want it. Rutabagas Throw are it fucking in. awesome. <laughs> rutabaga. I don't know if I've had a rutabaga. Okay, comes from a sweet, this comes from the Swedish dialectal word Rotterbaggy. <laughs> <laughs> From root and lump. Bag. <laughs> root lump. <laughs> Dude, call it root lumps. That's way better than either. Root. Root lump is going to a different city. Nobody's touching root lump. Yeah, I'm put, I'm bagging up my root lumps and I'm putting them on the neighbor's doorstep and they're going far. I wonder if you can if they can if you could have a vegetable so undesirable that it makes its way back to you. Well, like all the way around the earth. Like a circle, like all the way around the neighborhood. Yeah. It goes out to the left and it comes in from the right. Uh, can go north all the way to Texas. Yeah. Oh my god. Do you know what's awesome about this episode? Because we're going to have to do another one right after yep. this. And I was afraid we wouldn't have anything to talk about. I didn't talk about any of my shit. This is, this is, That's great. I had no idea we were going to go so heavy into rutabagas. This is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> we went from slee stacks to rutabagas. <laughs> was it you, Jeff, who thought um, Andre 3000 was saying slee stacks in that song? Yeah, it still sounds like it to me. Keep your heart three. Uh, uh, Keep your heart three stacks. Slee stacks. <laughs> Keep your heart slee stack. That's still how I sing it. Yeah. <laughs> These girls are smart. Slee stack. Keep your heart slee stack. Yeah. <laughs> he's uh, he's he's into science fiction and stuff. We <sighs> <sighs> should wrap this up. All right. Do, gotta do one more. Well, you've done it again. You've listened to another hour of the face podcast. Uh, hour and five minutes today. Hey, we appreciate that. Thanks for doing it. Why would you say that? I mean, certainly it's going to get edited. It's going to be less than what you just said. Why would you call uh, out what the, the live time Well, that's a good point. We're definitely cutting out the Jack shit. That never happened. So. <laughs> the Jack stuff is great. <laughs> I think it's even better that we cut him out. He's going to be waiting to <laughs> <laughs> But we should leave this bit in. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. The part yeah, we yeah, referenced. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's stop doing this. Uh, the audience, you don't. Well, <laughs> here's what's gonna happen. We're gonna, we're all gonna stop, hit stop, and then we're gonna hit start, and we're gonna fucking do another podcast right now. But you, you're gonna go to uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, probably like iTunes or Spotify or some shit, and then you're gonna enter in the longest, most verbose, most glowing review <laughs> of face. Uh, or you won't. I don't give a shit. 
No, we do. <laughs> It'd be nice if you did. We'd rather you did. We do care. That'd be nice. Yeah, but I don't want to tell you what to do. You do whatever you want to do. If, no, if the mood you do strikes what you want to do. If the mood Absolutely. strikes you, write a review. Give us some stars. Maybe uh, bag up some root vegetables and give meet a neighbor, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe don't maybe don't try to uh to, maybe don't try to break into the Pentagon to put them on their front porch. Maybe just walk up the steps that are there and uh don't be all secretive about it. Or maybe do. Freak them out. <laughs> I don't think you know that there's a difference between not giving a shit and being open to people doing what they want. Those are two very different things. Uh I don't know. Are they? I'm not I'm not their boss. I can make suggestions, but I can't. And then, but then it's like, who am I to tell you what to do? You do whatever you want to do. I mean, you are the host of the show. You know what? We haven't we haven't had a show that wouldn't end properly in the whole of season two. Oh, but, uh, that's true. We're back that's at true. it. We've had the yelling. This is the. I guess this is not year two, not season two. No, Sorry, no. Well, no. That's a good question, though. We're definitely in year two, but have we had an episode that wouldn't end in season two? Season two is a little longer than year two. I think so, because season two has has been going for over twenty episodes. I think. Well, here let me tease. Let me tease what I want to talk about next week. I'd okay. like to talk about. Uh, I had a, a sort of a shit triangle happen in the last couple of days, but it has uh, it has led me to a new understanding of my place in the universe, and I'm pretty Ooh. I'm okay with it. Are you dead as well? No, no, I'm not dead. On the inside, maybe a little and bit. And you but, uh, can find out more on the next episode <laughs> of Face Goodbye. He's right, and tune in next week when I'll talk about my tooth and what happened to my my charger cheek, and I learned a new bike trick, and I'm a chain guy now. Face out. What? <laughs> <laughs>